This podcast is produced by members of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but it is not an official podcast of the church. All thoughts, opinions, and views expressed are strictly those of the authors and speakers. I believe in Christ. He is my King. All my heart to Him I'll sing. I'll raise my voice in praise and joy. In grand amens, my tongue employ. Welcome back to the I Believe in Christ podcast. I am your host, Conrad Southworth. This is episode 12 of the of this podcast, the I Believe in Christ podcast. Uh, this, If you're new here, this is a podcast where I go over the Come Follow Me lesson for the week and cover church news for the last week. Um, and so um, if you're new, welcome and thank you for joining us. If you're returning, thank you for continuing to listen. And I hope you're still um, getting good content or information from the podcast. Anyway, um, just in, uh, I don't know, in whatever, uh, <laughs> terms of announcements, I guess, um, or what my website is, I believe in Christ.net. You can check it out there. Um, you can email me at podcast at I believe in Christ.net. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is I believe in Christ podcast. Twitter is at I believe underscore pod. And I set up a Patreon account, so if you'd like to go on and uh, just help me, you know, pay for hosting this, basically, is um, if you wanted to help out, that is patreon.com slash I believe in Christ. And then any of the music that you hear from this podcast or previous podcasts has all been by Colabite. Um, he, I think, released a new song a couple uh, weeks ago, and I say he, and I'm pretty sure it's a he. But now I'm like questioning myself. I'm pretty sure. Anyway, um, yeah, so you can check him out. He's on, or Colabite Music is on Spotify and Bandcamp and uh, YouTube. And yeah, so go check it out and uh, enjoy it. Anyway, um, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, that's pretty much it for uh, introductions. Uh, let's get into the church news for the past week. All right, in terms for church news for the past week, um, and I, I apologize, my laptop's fan is going crazy. Uh, I think it's because my house is so hot, and so um, if you can hear it, I apologize. Anyway, um, in terms for church news for the past week, um, let me pull up my notes here. So President uh, Nelson, after finishing the... Rome, Italy, temple dedication with the Quorum of the Twelve Apostles and the First Presidency. Um, this article came out um, where he's just saying, uh, he's talking about the future of the church um, and what this temple is going to do for uh, Rome and for Italy and for Europe. And so it was a great article to read through. I recommend going and checking it out. Um, it says, uh, quoting President Nelson, a hinge point in the history of the church, 
uh, when referring to this temple dedication. And he says, things are going to move forward at an accelerated pace. So exciting stuff to, um, that the, you know, the prophet is prophesying to come forth from, uh, from Europe and from Italy. Um, so it was a great article. I'll have it in the show notes, which you can find on the website. Um, go check it out, read through it. A lot of good content in there. Um, one thing I wanted to cover from a few weeks back that I didn't, um, was the gospel library app, uh, came out with a, an update or, um, there was an article about it and it slipped by me, but, um, basically they added a functionality so you could create a scripture study plan within the app, uh, the gospel library app and daily, uh, scripture rem- reminders. So you could track, you know, how you're studying, what you're studying, and yeah, so um, I recommend going and checking it out. Um, if you just search like gospel library study plan, a bunch of links come up that kind of talk you uh, talk about it and walk you through it. So um, yeah, just some cool innovation from the church on the uh, gospel library app. And I thought it was cool because uh, I could probably use something like that. Um, moving on, the groundbreaking was held for the Pocatello, Idaho Temple um, on March 16th, 2019. Um, so the groundbreaking happened for that. Elder Anderson was uh, joined by, it says, Elder S. Gifford Nielsen of the 70 and Elder Brian K. Taylor of the 70 um, to do that dedication. And so the temple in Pocatello is underway. Uh, let's see here. It says it was first announced in April 2017, and I don't know if it says when it was expected to be done. Yeah, I don't see anything. Um, anyway, so more news. Moving on. Uh, so this past week, there was a mass shooting in, um, or was it New Zealand, I think? Uh, yeah, New Zealand. And the the local authorities from the church put out a statement um, in regard, in response to that, uh, mass shooting that occurred. Um, I just am going to read it. It was pretty, um, it was short. So it says in response to yesterday's mass shooting in two, uh, Christchurch mosques, the Pacific area presidency of the church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints today issued the following statement of love and support. We are deeply saddened by the tragic loss of so many lives as a result of yesterday's senseless attacks in two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand. Our prayers are with the families of the deceased, the injured, and all other impacted by this tragedy. We also pray for all New Zealanders and our Muslim brothers and sisters throughout the world. And it's signed by uh, the Pacific Area Presidency. So um, a tragic event that that happened and... um, you know, the leaders there putting out this statement. Um, moving on to, I get, well, it's like super sad to celebratory news, but the prophet announced that he would be having an open invite to attend his birthday party, his birthday celebration this year. Um, so the event will be held September 6th, 2019, and tickets go up. They're free. Um, let me see when, yeah, it says, so the, Tickets will be available on churchofjesuschrist.org beginning July 30th at 10 a.m. and will be limited to two tickets per individual. So if you're interested in attending a party or a celebration for the prophet um, turning 95, 
then be ready for the churchofjesuschrist.org website to fail and go down. Just kidding. Hope, hopefully it doesn't. But um, anytime people do releases like this, the sites always lock up, right? So um, just a few notes from that press release. It says these types. Uh, so De- uh, President Dallin H. Oaks said, these types of celebrations, which we have seen since the early years of the church, give us inspiring insight into the lives of those chosen by God to serve as his prophets. So I think it'll be a great opportunity for anyone that's available or able to to attend. I'm going to try to get tickets. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll put a reminder in my phone. Um, but yeah, anyone that's able to attend, it, it I think it's a, a great chance to see the prophet and apostles kind of outside of their usual uh, settings, I guess. Anyway, a couple more things happened this past week. Um, so there's still news coming out uh, about the temple dedication in Rome. Um, there was a new video. Well, there's tons of new videos that the church has released um, kind of about that temple and all this stuff that's going on over there. But um, a, a one that I found uh, was the apostles testify of Jesus Christ in Rome. And so they, they filmed the 12 apostles in the first presidency uh, reading through the living Christ that was released January 1st of 2000. And so it goes through showing clips of each one of them um, going through the, the living Christ. Um, and so it was a, a great video that they put together. So I recommend checking it out. Um, you can find it on YouTube. I'll have a link in the show notes, of course. And then lastly, um, Sister Bingham and Sister, Sister Corden uh, concluded their West Africa tour. And there's a, a great video with um, all these saints from Africa and the sisters with them and them talking about all these um, lessons that were learned there. And that was just a great video to me to see how excited the saints, uh, the saints in Africa are for this temple to be built and uh, to not have to travel so far to, uh, you know, partake in these temple blessings. So um, another great video, um, I recommend checking it out. Um, like I said, the, the, note, the show notes will be there. Um, I still haven't put last week's show notes up, so I've been falling behind. So I'll, uh, get those posted and up with this week's show notes as well. So you can check them out, but that is it for the church news. Uh, lots of stuff happening. If I missed anything, or if there's some news that, uh, you'd like me to cover, feel free to email me or, uh, just message me on social media and I'll get the, uh, I'll get it out there. Anyway, um, that's it for church news. Let's uh, move over to the Come Follow Me lesson for this week. As Mary's son, he came to reign. Did mortal men his earthly kin to save them from the woes of sin. I believe in Christ who marked the path. All right, the Come Follow Me lesson for this week is, I had the page turned, Matthew 13 uh, and Luke chapters 8 and 13 for March 18th through 24th. Who hath ears to hear, let him hear. So this, uh, these these chapters are compile a lot of the parables that Jesus taught. Um, the parable of the sower is heavily covered throughout the, the material. 
and there's a bunch of others. The Mustard Seed, um, Pearl of Great Price, Net, Householder, and the Wheat and the Tares. So a lot of parables covered this in these scriptures, um, these chapters. Anyway, in the um, in the introduction here, it says, uh, as you read Matthew 13 and Luke 8 through 13, think about how you will prepare yourself to hear and appreciate the Savior's teaching in these parables. What will you do to apply these teachings in your life? And so one of the things it covers in, um, in these scriptures, in these verses, is that the the Savior explains why he taught in parables and um, kind of this, who hath ears to hear, let him hear. Those who are prepared and are ready to, you know, listen to the Savior, they'll understand these parables, but those who, who aren't ready, they, they won't. And so um, as you, this, this introduction and as you read through the lesson, um, kind of keep that in mind. Um, that the the parables kind of mean different things to different people at different points in time or at different readiness kind of periods. But the first section just says, what is the kingdom of heaven? And it's explaining that the kingdom of heaven refers to Christ's true church on the earth. And um, throughout Matthew 13, that's what it's referring to. Um, and then jumping into Matthew 13 and the beginning of Luke, you have the parable of the sower. And then uh, the sower has the four different kinds of people. There was the, or the the four different kinds of seeds that are kind of tossed out, um, planted, and somewhere on, uh, shoot, now I'm drawing a blank, but uh, somewhere on stony ground, somewhere on with thorns, some was on good ground, and the first one was like hard ground or something. Uh, sorry, drawing a blank. But um, anyway, these are four different kinds of people in the church, and these people. Uh, just receive the gospel differently. And so it says that, you know, the gospel needs, or the, the seeds need to be received on, on good ground. So um, as you read through this, it's referring to us. And the questions that it poses here is, what can you do to cultivate good ground in yourself? And what might some thorns that keep you from truly hearing, uh, what might be some thorns that keep you from truly hearing and following God's word? And so as you receive the word or, you know, those seeds that come down, if you have that, those thorns that kind of choke out the seed, uh, it's, you know, asking us to reflect on our lives and what are some things in our lives that kind of keep us from receiving those. Sorry, I feel like I'm rambling. All right. Um, the next section is Jesus's parables help me understand the growth and destiny of his church. Um, this section just talks about all of the parables and lists them out for these scriptures. And then it refers, it says, uh, the prophet Joseph Smith taught that these parables, or taught that the parables in Matthew 13 describe the growth and destiny of the church in latter days. And one of these, it refers to the wheat and the tares. And so a an enemy comes in and throws tares, which is like a poisonous weed in with all of this other farmer's wheat. And the servants say, well, we'll just go rip it all out. And the, the farmer says, no, you can't rip it out because you'll end up ripping up a bunch of the wheat and we need the wheat. So after we let it all grow, we'll go through and we'll get all the tares out. 
And so this is referring to the end of the world, basically. Um, but that Jesus and God are going to allow the wheat and the tares to stay mixed up as to not rip out a bunch of the wheat with the tares. And then at the end, the tares, it says, will be bound and burned, and the wheat will be gathered and put in the barn. So um, referring to the end of times. Um, the next section goes into uh, the righteous must grow among the wicked until the end of the world. So um, that's exactly what I just explained. Um, here it says, a tear is a poisonous weed, which until it comes into ear is similar in appearance to wheat. Um, so as I was just explaining. And then, well, this lesson's pretty short. Well, pretty short because that's almost all of it. But um, on the back page, it says, what, in what ways did certain women minister to the Savior? So in Luke chapter 8, verses 1 through 3, um, the Bible talks about some of the women that were following the Savior and the apostles and helping them um, with things that they, anything that they needed, basically. Temporally, they were trying to take care of them. And in an excerpt from, uh, from James E. Talmadge about Mary Magdalene, um, he wrote this. It's a little long, but I felt it worth reading. So it says, The first mention of Mary Magdalene by name presents her in association with other honorable women among whom was the wife of the royal of uh, sorry of the royal steward they accompanied jesus and the 12 and ministered unto them of their substance these women of station were beneficiaries of the lord's healing power for each of them had been cured of infirmities and specifically had been re relieved of the combined physical and mental ailments in ailments incident to possession by evil spirits mary magdalene as we read had been delivered from the affliction of seven devils but the fact of the but the fact of even such grievous plague is without warrant for the imp, sorry for the imputation of unchastity and so sorry anyone that's read talmage like he has a way with words that tongue twist my tongue up but um at the end there, sorry, he's referring to, there's like, people believe that Mary Magdalene was like, un, you know, unchastity, all that stuff. So um, he's just getting the point across that that's not true. But um, he says, Mary Magdalene became one of the closest friends Christ had among women. Her devotion to him as a healer and one whom she adored as the Messiah was as deep as genuine and as pure as her own soul. She stood at his cross while other women looked from afar in the hour of his mortal agony. She was among the earliest to, at the tomb in the resurrection dawn. She conversed with angels and was the first mortal to behold the resurrected Savior, the Lord whom she had loved with all the sorry, fervor of spiritual ad adoration to say that this woman was once a fallen creature her soul seared with the heat of unhallowed lust is to perpetuate to perpetuate an infamy. Um, so again, just referring to that, that she, um, you know, uh, was unchaste. But um, this these scriptures here, they do a lot to talk about just the women that were involved in the in the apostle um, in Jesus Christ's ministry and with the apostles. 
So um, I just thought it important to point out um, how important Mary Magdalene was in the life of the Savior. Um, and in there talking about how she was, you know, ministered to by angels at the tomb. She was the first one there. She was at the cross. She was um, the first person that Christ came to and visited uh, as the resurrected Messiah. So um, just, I, th I find that super important. Wanted to point it out. Um, lastly, in the lesson, well, a couple more things. Um, in the ideas for family scripture, uh, scripture study and family home evening, uh, some of the questions that it poses says, what can we do to cultivate good ground in our hearts and in our home? So you can think about uh, things you have going on at your house or your home um, or in your lives and what you can do to have good ground. So those seeds that, um, you know, the gospel, those truths that you hear, what can you do to make sure that those are uh, being received on good ground? And then lastly, um, at the very bottom, it says, uh, a quote from Elder Richard G. Scott. It says he taught, uh, Memorized scripture becomes an enduring friend that is not weakened with passage of time. Select a scripture passage that is particularly meaningful to your family and invite family members to memorize it. Um, I know it was, I think, Elder, or sorry, President Monson talked about how he had a photographic memory and he said if you will learn a scripture every day, then after a year, you'll have a photographic memory as well. I'm pretty sure that's what he said, summarizing it, of course. Um, but I, I like that invitation to memorize scriptures because I feel like that's knowledge that you can always feed on. Um, there's scriptures that, you know, I memorized in seminary class, uh, classes that I always, like, if I have to think of a scripture for whatever reason, I can always recall those and they're all, like, I just you know, I know them. they're part of me now. Like it says, they're like an old friend anyway. Um, so that's it for the lesson for this week. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. I hope you, uh, like this new format a little shorter. Um, again, if you are interested in doing an interview or, uh, sharing in some, a faith promoting story, uh, please reach out and, uh, yeah, we can set it up and do it. Um, I apologize. I've been a little bit lazy on my part in uh, trying to like chase people down and get them to let me record them. So uh, I'll do better. I'll repent and uh, we'll get this thing moving again. But in the meantime, I appreciate you guys listening and uh, yeah, have a, have a good week. Thank you. You rule among the sons of men.